Check me out. Check me one, two. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast. We bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what, Jake Jabor? And then Josh Simpson. We use those stories as inspiration for long-form, improvised, comedic scenes. That's right. That's how the show works. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv, where Jake and I do a side episode every week, where we, t- where we do some two-prov sometimes. You talk about improv sometimes. Um, I haven't been on it in a minute, but I'm coming back, I promise. Uh, it's called The Potatoes. There's also a Discord channel. That's all on our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. Let's get into our show. Um, great. Our, uh, uh, <laughs> our uh, <laughs> guests are both from Jam Space Pod. Uh, uh, which is a, a fun podcast that I've been on and tried to rap on. And, you know, <laughs> uh, they're better than I am at that. Uh, but let's just introduce them. Uh, Janine Hogan. Hi. Welcome, Janine. <laughs> Thanks Hi. for coming on. Hi, Janine. Thanks for being here. Um, Thanks. I, I won't make you make any beats for us here, but just well, know, I, dear listener. I do have my looper here if you need to. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. On purpose, because I was like... I know what the people want, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that already made me nervous about having to rap again. Uh, <laughs> no rapping a lot for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just not in that headspace. Oh, I'm only in that headspace when I've had like seven beers, and I don't drink anymore. So that's <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. You're tired uh, from chess and rapping. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are talking before I came on. I'm Want to know at chess, and I'll end there. Uh, our second guest has been on the show before. He's got a brand new album out uh, under the name Dead Drummer Friends. Uh, Scott Rogers. Welcome, Scott. That's right. I'm back on the pod. It's me, Scott <laughs> Rogers. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Gonna do some audio improv scenes. Comedy. Cool. <laughs> Oh boy! I thought the idea was you'd, you'd promote your album that people would want to check it out and stuff like that. But you're acting like a morning zoo radio guy. <laughs> well, well, I don't see how those you're are, putting down. That's the well. That's what the, a lot of those album, a lot of the music is kind of what you'd hear on a morning zoo type of show. I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of what do they play on in the morning zoo? Like. Creed hits of the day, I think. Hits of the day. Yeah. I mean, God I have no smack. idea. I haven't listened to terrestrial radio in forever. God smack. Terrestrial <laughs> that was radio. my first concert. No, I just was trying uh, to do something funny at the beginning. I think it yeah, worked. It yeah. yeah, it did. It was great. Mm-hmm. Way to bring the energy. I agree. For us, Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if all went according to plan, uh, we played a little bit of one of your songs. Uh, as our intro mm. today. Yeah, that's a good that's, comfort that's of good. conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that so okay. uh, well, true? <laughs> I was teeing you up there. Uh, uh, maybe For you want to say, I, I don't know. Uh, that's a cool song. Sorry, good job. Uh, <laughs> to myself. <laughs> You're teeing me up to get, <laughs> yes. man, what a great song I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, of, uh, if that's the song, then that's the song. 
good times. I hope you like it. I, I, I enjoyed making the songs. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk more about you're, it later. You're doing great, dude. <laughs> I'm ready to run right out and buy the album. <laughs> Why don't you give it a try and tell me, tell me what I should be uh, doing in town. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this uh, is so- one of, uh, that's one of my favorite songs. I wrote that back in 2019 yeah. uh, when I had a sandwich and I just thought about, this feels kind of like a conspiracy, you know, you guys, you guys mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. To the album. You'll, you'll check it out. You'll hear, hear that. That is better. You're right. And I'm very sorry yeah. about Thank that. Thank you, Janine. I'm interested <laughs> in that album now. <laughs> uh, knowing more about it. Uh, well, for this little, uh, for the intro part here, Jake has been bringing in a little, little questions and little thought experiments for us to wrap our minds around. You got anything today, Jake? Well, yeah. I sort of put him on the spot. <clears throat> We got, um, you both, uh, make music. Um, Mm. and I suppose this question would work even if you didn't, but, um, you know, I, I don't know how many people have been paying attention, but they've been doing a lot lately, uh, for like the 25th anniversary of Jay-Z's reasonable doubt album. And Mm. a lot of people are like, that's his best album. Uh, and there's like a lot of like, the best song he ever did was like dead presidents off of that album. And I'm just curious at like, do you think, how do you interpret that? If you're that artist, because ideally you're trying to make better stuff, uh, as your, yeah, as your career progresses. But I think that's pretty common for people to be like their first one was their best one. Mm. Uh, and not just music, I guess directors do it too. And things like that. And I wonder, um, I don't know. I just think that's a weird kind of, because it's like, ideally you want your stuff to always get better. Uh, and so to like be chasing this thing and then your fans kind of be like, now nah, you had it right the first time. Um, <laughs> if that would like, yeah. if that would frustrate you or, <clears throat> or you like, I don't know. I just think that's kind of an interesting position to be in where it's like i've been trying really hard to make better stuff than that first thing but people seem to like that the most i think that it's like fully based on just taste like that's what people fell in love with this artist for like Mm -hmm. if i you know i'm like oh yeah channel orange is my favorite frank ocean album and it's like i also like blonde it's just they're so incredibly different that i'm like that's who I solidified in my head as like Frank Ocean's music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think people just kind of, they like this person and they like this stuff. And then it's like, it's like anything else where they're like, I don't want anything different. I just want more of that same goodness, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. not realistic for an artist to not change stylistically or try new things or anything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause that s- speaks to how, what's your favorite or what's the best for you as a consumer of something has so much to do with context of your age and your, all of it. And if you're like a true fan who was around when that album came out and you got, that was the one you got to like sit with and and really absorb, that's always going to leave an impression on you. You know, it's always Mm going to hold a special place that would make it harder for anything else that the band or the, the artist puts out to compare to it because you it's like okay i love this one oh there's a new one coming okay the new one's already being compared to the thing that this person already you know really loved 
And so, and so say you have like a great huge hit and it's pretty early in your career. Um, and then you tour, how do you feel about the audience or your fans being like, play the hits hits, Uh, when you're like, I've got like, I, I think at the, is it the white snake guy or whatever? It would be like, I'll, (laughs) I'll play cherry pie, but you guys have to sit through some of my new stuff. Like he would make like verbal agreements with the audience, which does not feel fun like to me. Yeah. That's tough. You know, it's tough to, to, it's probably tough to be like, because the thing about when people had the hit, what their reality was when that band, that artist gets a hit song, they're like, Whoa, my life has changed. I am at the top of the world here. Everyone wants to know what's going on. And then it's, you either sustain it or yeah, it's this kind of like drop off. And then you're like, Oh, I'm running on the fumes of this song for the rest of my life. And many musicians, <laughs> you know, make bands, make careers out of that and do that for decades. And yeah, I think it's part of the humbling process, but that's, a, you, you know, if you're someone who makes something, you just are like, you have to be, humble to what people like or don't like you know what are you gonna do you know it's like oh i'm in sticks and it's like yeah (laughs) people came here to like drink beer and here come sail away and you know like they'll deal with the song or two a new one you know but like that's what if you want to be an artist that's totally well and good but you're kind of a product at that point a little bit you know yeah, you have to have that level of self-awareness where it's like, you know, I know why they liked me initially. And yeah, I'm going to, you know, still play all my new stuff and mix it all in. But like, I also know that people are going to get the most hype about this, you know, my biggest song or whatever. I think it's like, yeah, and it must get so, I mean, I, I'm sure it gets fucking old playing the same thing every night. Mm, every, like, and having people be like, it's so amazing. And you're like, it's the same. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's that self, you have to have that self-awareness of like, you know, that's just, I get it. This is why I popped off. It is also annoying as fuck though. I'm sure. Like, it's like, I personally, I've always tried to be like, Hey, I'm here for the artist. Like you want to, yeah, you want to go for it, go for it. And like, I can go home and listen to the other songs, mm-hmm. but I'm here on a journey with you, you know? And it's fair of them to ask that, to be like, this is what I want to do. Like they don't have to do it, but I think uh, they need to know that not need to, but it's like, you can at least acknowledge like, Oh, I'm doing this intentionally. Like people want to hear yeah. those songs. Well, you have some records behind you, Jake, which is interesting. You bring up music. Uh, I see. Uh, sorry, Josh. I know you're going to say heart attack in vine by Tom mm-hmm. Waits. Uh, run the jewels, one of them, the mm-hmm. pink one, and then uh, the other one's too dark. I can't tell. The other one is Victory Nipsey Lab. Hustle, right? Yeah, Nipsey Hustle. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's rap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay Z's rap. Hustle? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Scott! Don't make yourself seem like a <laughs> what? It, what? <clears throat> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like an old granddad, or... you know rap. <laughs> I don't know much rap. Gypsy Hustle's a LA. Yeah. 
Legend. You can't. LA, like, what, Los Hume? Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crenshaw. I'm just kidding. Uh, I know all about uh, Nipsey Hustle. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm kidding. I saw uh, before the quarantine and everything. I went and saw Weezer, and they kind of like did a pretty good job wrestling with this. I think they would play like a lot of blue album and a lot of green album, like the things that people know them for. Most people know them for blue album and the green album, but then they would play like this one's from our new album, and they would play it, and it was just. I felt bad for them. It was like the audience just was like, all right, this is where we talk. <laughs> this Damn, is the song we talk through. I feel like uh, Weezer's an example of like catering to the masses, though. Like Blue Album blew up. Pinker, Pinkerton yeah. came out and didn't. And then they freaked out. I mean, I don't know what his experience didn't make was. Music but for years. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to minimize a quote unquote freak out or whatever. I just mean. I feel like they came back and we're like, okay, cool. We get it. Here's a green one now. Uh, And here's some easy little songs to listen to. And I feel like I never was able to get back into Weezer by that point. It was always like a step removed of like, okay. It seemed like they already were doing the thing of like, well, can we just play what you want us to play and play what you, we like energetically. And so I feel like their catalog is filled with albums that feel like not quite there. I don't know because yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I mean, they I made the, de- I think they made the decision to be like, let's try to make some pop songs and it's like, it's all good. Do whatever you want. That's cool. And I like some Weezer songs for sure, but I just like Pinkerton and I think that kind of sucks. And it sucks when artists like go, Oh, okay. I'll do the hit one. You know, it's like, Nah, man, Pinkerton's the best album, 100%. People would have caught up, I think. You know, mm. I think you got to honor that thing from your guts as the creator of something and uh, be willing to have people not like it. Because, like, those bands that it's like they're not churning out their same hits, they're just doing their thing, man. They're coming from their heart. What difference can you make? And it's like, take it or leave it, pal. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. You know, Paul McCartney still puts out new music. Who's that? Paul McCartney, the Beatle. <laughs> I saw him. He has a song. That, the real, the real core, the chorus of his song is something like, I just want to fuck you. <laughs> like, it's like close is to it? that. It's like, I just want to, and it like skips you, but it sounds like fuck you. Uh, oh, wow. And it's like very oh. weird. Uh, maybe we'll put it on here, but we'll get. Well, Kayla went and saw him live a couple years back now at Dodger Stadium. Last I did time too. He came to LA. Oh, you did? Yeah, because my wife like went a to that. Super and fan. he played that song oh, <laughs> of <cool>. the Beatles. <laughs> he played the, one, the Beatles songs. That's cool. But he definitely played I Just Want to F you too. Oh, <laughs> People yeah. were like, yeah. Um, he played I Just Want to Fly by ass. Sugar Ray and everyone was like that's a weird cover <laughs> like, it's a beautiful pulpit uh, <laughs> but it, I guess it, I, I can't blame them for wanting to still do new stuff but like when is Paul McCartney ever going to like when is anyone going to be more excited about a new Paul McCartney song than a Beatles song like never no one we all want to hear the Beatles songs <laughs> right uh, but I think that's yeah. why he's like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because people are going to come. 
And yeah, I'll play the silly little songs they want me to play. But I'm also going to play this song that I wrote about fucking people that I really want. Uh, but Mr. McCartney, but Mr. McCartney, Paul, yes. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, it's me. Hey, uh, I was looking at the uh, uh I'm just uh, you know, trying to run the show here at the um, Dodgers. of course, Gordon. <laughs> no need to be nervous. What is it? Well, I got to look at your set list and sure. I recognize some of these Beatles songs, uh, some, of, some of these wings, but there's a whole big chunk here in the middle. Um, I, I don't recognize oh. any of this. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's, that's some new stuff I'm trying out. OK, the, I figure people come for the Beatles. They stay for wings. And then in between. Is my new my new thing? <laughs> and just okay. just go with it, man. Just go with it. I'm okay, I don't have out. I don't have the huh? puppets. I don't have the puppets you have listed here that we need. I didn't know we needed. But it says that there's a an act break. I don't. Uh, yeah. you're doing like live theater. <laughs> it's a mixed media thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's mixed a mixture of things. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I've had those puppets on the list for weeks, Gordon. I'm so, I'm really You've been sorry. working with me touring for decades. I know, I know. And I'm, I'm really used to the. What the fuck, know. man? No, I'm sorry. I'll get right on it. I, I just wanted to clarify. Like I said, I, whatever you want to put on sounds okay. good to me. I think yeah. it, I think people would appreciate maybe a shorter set with some more of the hits as opposed to kind of bookending with a couple of, couple of the hits. Oh. Okay, thanks for the advice. Right, I'm out. I'm, out. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, last time I checked, <laughs> I'm Sir Paul McCartney. Yes, I, think I, I know, know you're a thing or two about music. Okay, fucking dumb shit. <laughs> okay. All right, well, now that you've questioned and ruined my, the crucial part of the middle part of my set, I, I didn't mean to ruin it. You, now, what do you want? I just wanted to be you familiar to with talk what about was it? happening. No, <laughs> I am. I, I wanted to be familiar with what was happening. Now I understand. We'll get. I'll, I'll race out. We'll get those uh, sewn up. Those little costumes well, for the puppets. And we're uh, running short on time. Okay. Hey, uh, oh, sorry. Excuse me, Paul. I'm so sorry. I just noticed. What on the, on the props list? You said you wanted the entire stadium to be filled with pudding. This mm. new. Is this a new edition? Oh, you noticed that, did you? Is your job to come and tell me what you read and say that you noticed it? <laughs> no, or I is just, your job? I just this to is new. fulfill my artistic vision. We've huh? just, you know, we've been touring like this for about nine hundred years, and so. Aha! Uh-huh, give or take, right, Janine? Yeah, yeah. So it's just a new, <laughs> a new edition. I just kind of wanted to know, like, what do you like? Care what flavor? Like, this is a, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna oh, get started. Okay, I understand. Pudding. Because it just says pudding, it doesn't say what flavor and all. Yeah. Uh. And I just to trip. You know, you, again. That's I my just, bad. And uh, I just want to bring your artistic idea to life. And I yeah, just, sure, sure. Let's go chocolate. Okay, so you want the entire stadium, the whole floor. Lean cuisine mm. only. Chocolate pudding. Is that okay? nego- is the lean cuisine part negotiable? Because I just feel like 
No, it's it, crucial. It's a integral part of a. It's a reference to the movie Punch Drunk Love. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but uh, oh, Adam sorry. Sandler's character goes about trying to find some uh, lean cuisine puddings. No, it's healthy choice. My bad. It's healthy choice. Okay. Uh, switch it. Healthy this, choice. Chocolate okay. pudding. I got all the. <laughs> An intern comes in at that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got all the lean cuisine pudding I could uh, uh, for the good. pudding puppets portion of the concert. Fred. Um, it's actually healthy choice. I just found out we're going to actually mix the lean cuisine. Um, it's actually oh. healthy choice pudding. I had to go down to their warehouse and get all, I mean, I had, they had to like yeah. crank out all this extra. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. You know, they were our- excited about putting in puppets and be sort of doing like a synergy thing with Paul McCartney with the pudding and puppets. puppets yeah. Healthy uh, choice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. And also I don't know if it's real. We cut, to the, we cut to the concert. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, now it's for a more uh, creative part of the show. Uh, Gordon, release the pudding. <laughs> okay. I start turning to I me. just want to fuck everyone in the audience. I'm we Paul McCartney. I want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We showed the audience, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my entire Peter, life. what? Oh I just want to fly. I don't get it. He's got puppets singing this for him. I feel like it's Our, a pretty direct message. Paul McCartney wants to fuck all of us. Why am I got chocolate pudding all over my nice suit? I'm crawling through the audience. I want to have sex with you in the audience. I don't like this. Can we play Eleanor Rigby or something? <laughs> Sweetheart, you said that they played Eleanor Rigby. At, uh, you know, I thought we were going to get some of the White Album. I thought we were going to get some of the classics. All right, fine. I heard you, that one guy out there <laughs> amongst undoubtedly a sea of tens of thousands. I heard you. Eleanor Rigby, you'd like the same old thing, would you? And why? Why wouldn't you allow this artist to be who they are? And today, I'm not just some product <laughs> in a box from decades ago. Get my accent back and then uh, lose it a bit. This the moment is, that- this is pretty good. Hmm? <laughs> honey. Can we, can we retake honey. some of that? I have to turn my head. Uh, honey, I yes. He's talking to you. I think he's asking. He's talking right to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to you, man. Uh- I just think it'd be fun. Like Eleanor Rigby is the kind of an outside of the box type of song. It's not like those ones that you play. It's not like the rest of the Beatles songs, really. It's, I don't know. Putting in puppets is fun if you want to do this for a little longer, but if we get back to some of the music, I read in San Francisco, you did a tribute to John, John Lennon. Oh, you read that, did you? (laughs) I don't know. I thought it might be fun. All right. so far, you've sort of just been over, very overtly sexual with uh, visual. Oh, yeah. I don't get much time. I mean, let's be real. Now I've always been known for being more the nice one. I'm trying to get my more sexual, more sexual energy out. Anyways, fine. Here is. Do you want Eleanor Rigby or a tribute to John? Which one? I'll take either. <laughs> Eleanor Rigby's not much of a concert song, to be honest. I'm not sure why out of the whole body of work. Excuse me. Possible. I also yes. have a 
I have a question. Yes, you are the um, audience member. I heard what? that this was going to be lean cuisine pudding, but this tastes like healthy choice to me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Who said who's, it was supposed to be healthy choice? You know, like yeah. drunk love. Well, I, I heard a rumor that it was going to be lean cuisine. I have a buddy who works down at the lean cuisine pudding factory, and they said they pumped out a ton for a, a PM concert, and we assumed it was you. They said they pumped out a ton for a PM concert. <laughs> yeah. They it was me. And here you are, hoping for free buckets of pudding. Uh, that's pretty specific, man. <laughs> you see, this that's guy's cool. got two buckets <laughs> buckets with him and, now and a Rolling yelling. Stone shirt on. <laughs> I came for the pudding. Where's the lean pudding? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh <laughs> This the sucks. guy behind him. Come on, play the fuck you song. I just wanna fuck. That's you're a one hit wonder. Play the hit. Who is this guy? The kid came all the way down to the baseball field to watch him. All right, let's get back into the meat part of the podcast. This is where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Janine, you're yes. up. What would you like to talk about? Um, so I was trying to think of something that was extra meaty. Um, and this really makes you sit down and think, what's interesting about me? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> yeah. And what have I achieved? Uh, but <laughs> the, the first thing that came to my mind is uh, I'm for, originally from South Florida. So a lot of fuckery down there. And there was uh, one time where like I was- Like Miami? Uh, a couple hours away, yeah. Like by Palm okay. Beach. Um, nice. Nice. And uh, there was one time I was at a red light and I see someone at the next car over get out of his car from the passenger seat, walk around to the driver's seat and the driver gets out and the passenger slams the driver in the head with a metal pipe. And I Whoa. was like, and I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? And then they got out he of the just, same car, the same car. They're friends. And so he. So we were like frozen, like, what do we even do? And then the dude with the pipe just goes and walks into a Publix parking lot and then just disappears. And this dude, I like, at first I didn't realize that it was like a metal pipe. So I was like, oh man, they're fighting. That's, I love gossip. That's so crazy. I love drama. <laughs> and then we, then we pull up next to the car to actually like be, see inside of it. And the dude's just like gushing blood from his head, like, he was wearing like a, a basketball jersey with a wife beater under it. And the wife beater was just super because like Grinch. heads bleed a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, oh, shit, what do we do? And I was on the phone with my mom and my mom's like, she's from Boston originally. So she's like, Nini, you better not fucking go over there. Nini, I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, you better just call the cops and not get involved. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I do have to hang up on you to call the cops. So I hang up on her. And I follow them because the dude in the car just goes into this parking lot looking for the dude. So you got hit? Yeah. Drives from the car, ah. drives his car right into the parking lot, like searching for the pipe dude. And so we were like, and we see the dude with the pipe. We're like, oh man, like what do, what the fuck do we even do? And so we, we like go up to the dude that's bloody, like just pull up next to him. We're like, Hey man, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And I was like, Nah, dude, you're not okay though. Like, I just yeah. feel like, can we call like an ambulance or something? Like you're, you look pretty like things, you're not looking too good. And then he's like, 
no, dude, like I've been drinking and they're going to take me to jail. And then I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to like be a snitch. I don't want to get this dude in trouble. And I was like, well, can we call someone else to come pick you up and take you to the hospital? Cause I just, I, I was like, should I? And then I was like, I don't want this bloody stranger in my car. And yeah. so my friend is like starting to call his girlfriend who I guess lives nearby and is going to come get him. And then there's a point where, and like, meanwhile, this like, uh, boy scout runs out with like a lot of napkins from this pizza place and is like, like, it's sure he's going to like save the day. And I was like, this can't be a real person. Napkins. And it was, it was just a stack of napkins. And then he was like, oh, let me just like try to figure out how to get a towel, whatever. And I was like, okay, I don't think you're saving anybody here. Um, <laughs> and then he, uh, so the dude is like, gets a call from the dude with the pipe. And he's like, no, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like you hit me with a weapon, like blah, blah, blah. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was like, oh shit. Who's that? <laughs> Like what's, what's up? What's going on? Uh, just mostly cause I'm nosy. The only reason I'm involved in all this is cause I'm nosy as fuck. Like I could have called 911 and been like bloody dude in the parking lot. I'm heading home. I just feel like I don't want to be involved, but I was truly, I was like, I'm, I need to get involved. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, uh, no, fuck you. Like I'm going to whatever, whatever. And he like, won't tell me the dude's name. So then he starts to pass out. Like he starts to have like a seizure and fall. And so I'm like trying to get him to sit down because he's a grown man standing at this point. We're very close. His name is Mikey. We've bonded. Um, everyone is like friends and we're like, Mikey, (laughs) Mikey, Mike, we need you to sit down, dude. Like I can't catch you. You're a grown man. And like, you just, you know, like, I just feel like you should sit. So he like sits on the curb and he's like very anti like, uh, calling the police or whatever. So then once he starts to like have a seizure or pass out or whatever, my friend hangs up on his girlfriend and calls 911 and is like, okay, clearly this dude's not okay. So then he starts to hear the sirens nearby and he starts to get super fucking mad. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going anywhere without my girlfriend. And we're like, oh man, what, what do we do? And then he like passes out again and he's sitting on the curb so he like passes out and falls backwards and i like catch his head before he like falls on the grass and then i was like oh my god did is mikey dead and i was like what the fuck do we do and i'm like mikey mikey like trying to get him to wake up and he's like not breathing and the person on the phone is like is he breathing and i'm like he's not and then all of a sudden he just goes <gasps> and i was like oh my god mikey thank thank you that you're okay holy shit and then the cops come and he's like, wants to fight the cops. And I'm like, hey, Mikey, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Do that. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I just feel like please calm down because like they're trying to help you. And I just like you're in a bit of a fiasco right now. And I just feel like we don't make it any worse. <laughs> and so the ambulance comes. His girlfriend comes. They get him in the ambulance. And then all the cops just fucking scatter to look for the dude with the pipe. And so me and my friend are just standing there in the parking lot alone. And we're like um can we leave can we leave or like what do we have to do now and so this guy like runs out one of the cops runs over gives a business card is like write your phone number down and we're like and and leave and we'll call you and i'm like okay great we 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 did this also just to get fruit we wanted to get fruit before watching pretty little liars and like this is like high school (laughs) oh my god and like never made it to that episode of pretty little liars obviously (laughs) so then we're like okay wait you wanted to get fruit fruit as a snack as a little treat (laughs) (laughs) just a tasty little treat we were craving fruit we went to the store fruit okay Um, that's very healthy 
Yeah, and it really backfired on me. Um, so then we, Mikey leaves and we're like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? And at this point, we're like, I care about Mikey so much. I'm like, oh my God, what is, is he going to be? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so then the cops all scatter and then to look for this dude. And then obviously they call us like five minutes later and they're like, hey, come back. And we were like, yeah, we that's what we figured. And so then we're like in deep in this case. And they're like, they have like police dogs and helicopters looking for this dude with the pipe. And I was like, I don't know where this dude went. Like he just disappeared. I was, I was like looking at the guy that was covered in blood. Um, and so then they're like searching for this guy. And one of the detectives walks over to us and it's truly like a movie scene. She walks over to us and she's like, looks like this might be a murder case. And I'm like, oh my God. Whoa. I was like, Mikey, wait, what? Is Mikey okay? So then I'm like, stress the fuck out. Cause I'm like, he was in intensive care. They're like, he's in intensive care right now. Um, whatever, whatever. And she said it to me as like a weird, like, it was like an underground cool secret. Like, like she had just walked up to me to, into a club and she's like, they got free Coke in the bathroom and walked away. Like, <laughs> she got it's like, it's going to be a murder case and walked away. And I was like, wait, what? Uh. Oh no. What the fuck is going on? I just wanted fruit. And at this point we're standing in a parking lot, eating our fruit surrounded by mm -hmm. cops. So they're searching for these people. I'm like, I don't know where this dude went. I can't help you find him. So then Mikey ends up being fine. Thank God. Our boy Mike. Oh, how did you find that out? Well, we talked to him because his girlfriend called us the next day. Because I was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna have to go to like Mikey's funeral? Like, what the f what is going on?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna wear to Mikey's funeral. I don't have a funeral." <laughs> and so then the next morning they called us because they like wouldn't say who he was. He wouldn't tell, and I was like, "Bro, this dude, like, I just feel like it's at the point where like." He hit you in the head with a pipe. It's like past the point of friendship. I feel like you guys kind of got some stuff to work out. And so they were arguing who was more drunk and who should drive. And they got into that argument and the dude got out of the passenger seat. I guess just had a metal pipe at the ready and they were arguing and he was trying to get him to let him drive. And so he just hits him in the head with a metal pipe, I guess. So anyways, Mikey ends up having a concussion and seven staples in his head was in intensive care, but is okay. We talked to him the next morning. So then it like turns into a whole thing where like we have to like write out statements and we were like, oh fuck, this, this really turned into a fiasco. Um, <laughs> we write out statements and then we had to like go to the district attorney's office and like sign our statements. And then we had to go do like a police photo lineup. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And I, at this point I'm like, if I go missing, it's cause I snitched. Like at this point, I don't, I don't really have a choice to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm in too deep, but so I like pick out the dude from the lineup and then how sure are you? Oh, I was a hundred percent sure. Okay. That's yeah. good. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I feel like they did ask me a percentage and I probably was like, you know, probably like 89. Um, but I would never fucking guess. I was like, this was straight up the dude. Cause I was so nosy and invested that I just like saw the dude. I don't have a, a good yeah. memory. I have ADHD. So like if they were like, can you draw him? I never would have fucking been able to draw him. But Mikey was like, yeah, it's this dude. And then they put him in a bunch of pictures. And so then we would get phone calls and every month I would get a letter in the mail being like, hey, don't need you to testify this month. And I'm like, OK, cool. So then you, like I moved to L.A. and at five in the morning, I get a bang on my door from the cops 
And one of my what? roommates comes into my room and is like, Janine, um, the cops are here for you. And as I'm like walking from my room to the front door, I'm literally just trying to be like, what could I have gotten caught for? What could I have gotten caught for? Like trying to figure out what the fuck I'm about to get in trouble for. And he comes and just hands me the same fucking paper that I got mailed just saying, you don't need to testify this month. And I was so upset. I was like, wait, why are you here right now? And he's like, oh, they let us choose what time we start. I was like, cool. You're a fucking dick, dude. Like that is not comforting to have a cop bang on your door at 5 a.m. And so then they called and they Jesus. were eventually, they were like, so can you um, testify? And I was like, I mean, I live in LA now, so if you're going to like fly me out, but I just feel like that's excessive and you don't need to do that. And then they're like, yeah, we don't need to do that. And then I never heard about it again. I have no idea what happened. I don't know where Mikey <laughs> is. Cause I don't, I try, listen, we did a lot of Facebook searches and this also might've even been like during my space time where I was just, you can't like Mikey from Port St. Lucie, Florida. There's about 17,000 of them. My dad and my brother are both <laughs> named, both named Mike. So like there was no way that we were going to find him. Um, so I hope Mikey's doing all right. He's out there, you know, living it up. Um, wow. That was scar in his head. Yeah. Did it seem like it was like, like I can only imagine seeing something like that in traffic. Like someone gets out of the car. That's weird. They go to the driver's seat. That's weird. They hit the guy with the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, uh, the, I was in the driver's seat. So it's like, I didn't see like the pipe hit his head. So I just saw like uh -huh. a swing and then that someone was hit and I was like, Oh my God, is this like a ra road rage? What the fuck is going on? And then when I drove by and saw that he was so bloody, I was like, Holy shit. That's a whole, that's a whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was fucking insane. And I was like, cause once it turned into a whole fiasco, I was like, damn, this is why people like don't get involved in shit because it's like, it's like crowd mentality where they're like, Oh, someone else will call the cops and someone else will take care of it. And I was like, yeah, I've had to fill out so much paperwork. So like we were there until four in the morning filling out paperwork, like Damn. filling out statements while they search for this dude. And I was like trying to use like words I knew from law and order. I was like the, the, you know, uh, accuser, whatever the, uh, uh <laughs> fucking the perp, the accuser. The perp. Yeah. The, yeah. I, was yeah. Like, yeah I, was, I was like trying to figure out, like, I was like, yeah, let me sound, let me at least make it like sound good. Um, you're like, you're the police. Yeah. You're a detective. I know that from That's long. Right. 100%. <laughs> dun, dun. And they're like, please stop making that noise. Um, <laughs> no. And then I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, why'd we get involved? Whatever. But then I convinced myself that like Mikey was going to keep driving if we didn't stop him and he would have had a seizure while driving, crashed into a school bus, killed many kids. So yeah. I decided yeah. that I'm, that we were big, hero. big heroes at that moment. Uh, of course. Yeah, Janine, I think so too. I've I, you've a few times during that story mentioned that you and Mikey had become friendly. Um, yeah. Do you now, not knowing their past history, but now do you consider yourself a better friend to Mikey than the friend who hit him with the pipe? I don't feel like I can comfortably say yes because who knows where they're at now? You know, like they might have worked past it. They might have like, you know, figured it out. And I don't, I haven't kept in touch with Mikey in like probably eight years at this point. So is that, am I a good friend? I'm not so sure, you know? Mm -hmm. Is the guy who hit him with a pipe a good friend? You know, he's driving drunk. He's like, quit driving drunk. I think I'm, 
<laughs> but but he had kind of yeah, had like a sober mind to drive. be like, I should drive. And then he was like, then he like turned up the volume to assault. <laughs> yeah, they, but he wasn't, they were both drunk. So they were just arguing over yeah. who was more drunk, which is like, I think such a, I don't drink. So I, but it feels like such a drunk person thing to do to be like, no, no, I'm fine. Trust me. I can drive. Mm-hmm. I can drive. And I'm just like, that's such a weird thing for them to argue over. Like being like, no, yeah. seriously, dude, let me drive or I'm going to bash in your fucking head. Like that's next level. Honestly, Janine, it was just kind of two dudes hanging and you ruined their whole life yeah, by really getting the cops vibe. involved. They would have been fine. He was like, this is how we hang. This is how we do it. It's like They're kind of physical, but they were. The pipe they, is going to come into play. He's like, he's my bud. Just, don't worry. You know, and yeah. then <laughs> they were just getting some fruit, too. <laughs> That's my bad. That's on me. Then, no, I'm not a good friend because I really fucked up the vibe. I'm talking We're in an apartment with Mikey and let's go the other guy, Brian. Uh, Mikey, Mikey. Yeah, what do you want? Well, I just wanted to say that I got you a Jersey Mike sub and I got you, uh, I, I got us two tickets to uh, a UFC fight. Cool, right? Wow. That sounds fun. That, that sounds great. Janine wouldn't have done that, would she? Maybe not exactly. No, Janine wouldn't have done um, that. You would say that I'm a better friend to you? Okay, Jake, what are you doing? I'm right here. I don't... I just feel like you do this every time the three of us hang out. It's like you try to, you try to like dominate. I, I just think it's crazy that you're now part of the friend group. Because you saved Mikey after I hit him in the head with a pipe. I hit you in the head with a pipe. pipe. But we've been friends since we were 12 years old. And now Janine is our friend. Janine is hanging out here. Yeah. And you don't get to say anything about it because you hit me in the head with a pipe till I had a seizure about it. Okay. Well, she know you knew you for like 15 or 20 minutes. And then when we went to court, she didn't even want to fly out to testify. She didn't want to spend her own money to testify. So I don't know why we're, I don't, Janine, why are you here? Why? You're Brian, <laughs> because Brian, me and Mikey made a connection Ugh. and we're fucking homies now. Have, let me ask you a question. Have you ever saved a life? No. Exactly. End of story. You bring this up. I don't have to get anything for Mikey for his birthday or any Christmas or any holiday because I gave him a life. And. So, yeah, have fun at your cute little UFC fight. How many tickets did you get? I got two tickets. Oh, figures. You're not our friend. You you were there for one crazy day where I had a pipe and I hit Mikey in the head. Hey, Brian, don't all friendships just start with one crazy day? Because you guys That's met right. at one crazy day in second grade. Yeah. Yeah. Where you again yeah. hit him in the head with a plastic truck. So. Yeah. And I had a seizure on the playground. Yeah. That's- What's a bush light? Here, no, nope, I do. doesn't. I do. <laughs> I bet I you love do. a bush light from my friend Mikey. Yeah, that figures. All right, Brian. What? I, I think I'll stay sober 
just in case, you know, I need to call anyone or drive anywhere or anything. We used to be two friends hanging out. Now it's three of us. The, I always have to ride in the back. I you kind of got to. Yeah, Janine gets car sick. It's called being courteous. All right. And also I can keep my eye on you in the back. So you're not going to get out of the car trapes around to the driver's side one time i hit you one time i hit you in the face with a pipe one time all it takes is one time that's Uh, a big thing you hit me in the face with a pipe i still got a huge scar here oh my god it changed my it changed my religious uh outlook we all I blacked out. I saw my grandma. Ugh. I have a new I have a new vision Great. of heaven. I changed your life. That's incredible. You saw your grandma. No, she was she was frightened. She looked like she was in heaven and she was all alone and or whatever. She was like it Stay where you are. Atheist. Don't it's it, it, yeah. It, it, one it time. One time. I lost off. All it takes is one time. Well, Janine didn't go in on Cruella when we ordered that from Disney Premier Plus. She needs a guest. (laughs) Is she a guest or is she a friend? Why is she still here? (laughs) How do I make this right, Brian? Okay. I just feel like we've been doing this for years. I just don't don't have a lot of friends. And Mikey is the only friend of mine that likes to drink and drive together. And (laughs) we just, he's so cool. I know that. That's why I'm also here. But you did hit him in the head with the pipe. So maybe that's why you don't have a lot of friends, Brian. You keep trying to kill him. Well, what if... Well, you could hit me in the head with a pipe, Mikey. (laughs) Janine, do you want to hit me in the head with the pipe? (laughs) I don't. I don't. Oh. Uh. Yeah, you can hit me in the head with a pipe. And then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, you had to do it. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, I hit him harder than I thought I did. I'm going to go to Publix. <laughs> I just feel like, again, Janine, oh, man, shucks. I find myself uh, in a situation. I got to go. I got to go. Um, I just Janine, feel like... We cut to, <laughs> cut to six months later. Brian? Hey, did you guys want to... Um, Janine, what are you doing here? I am She's, I feel like you've overstayed your welcome. She's my friend. Janine is my <laughs> friend. I'm just a good friend, and I'm here with my friends. So. What? <laughs> You're better friends with Brian now because he got hit. Yeah. You got seven staples. Brian got nine. I got nine staples. You hightailed it to public, and Janine called the police. She got an ambulance here. She kept me from passing out. I carried him down the well, stairs that sucks. on my back. I threw him over my shoulder and I carried him down to the ambulance because I said, you know what? I want this to be efficient and I want this to be quick. We've got to get my guy, Ryan, to a hospital stat. I like to save the day. Okay. What can I say? She's a good friend. I mean, she's great. I mean, there's no denying it. That's part of why I thought she was so awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> But I can only what I'm only allowed to save your life. I just thought that we were better friends. It was kind of our thing, right? Like, you know, we've got along and we, you know what? Fuck it. I take a pipe. Does someone hit myself. Get- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, okay. Again, I've been here twice. Mikey, um, you know what to do. All right. Just t- try to get up. 
I'll stop you. The huge. We'll do the classic. Oh, no. Uh, Janine, I think I'm going to crack my teeth on the toilet. Please, <laughs> oh, that, please don't. Oh, my <laughs> okay. Teeth He's is- just gnawing on the toilet. <laughs> teeth is really not even. Uh, I don't even know who to call for that. Uh, I think 911 would be like, not our problem. Call a dentist. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm in <clears> over <throat> my head. Stop. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Stop. Everyone stop <laughs> smashing in your own heads. Jimmy. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Now that I think about it, actually, neither of you are good friends. <laughs> and I get nothing out of this friendship because when you hurt yourselves on purpose, it kind of takes the fun out of me being like a hero. I'm like, not, it doesn't, it just doesn't They're feel just like. They're just both bleeding out as she talks. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so uh, I am going to go check out that UFC fight because there are two tickets and it was tonight. And I think you're both deceased. You have perished. So, um,. <laughs> I think that I'm probably just going to go see that with maybe the public's cashier. I've been seeing him a lot lately. We cut to like the green room of a police station where a bunch of similar looking guys are sort of getting their wardrobe primped. <sighs> Another day. I just, I, you know, yeah, I know. I, I just like the work. I don't know about you two. Are you? Are any of you the real perp? No, no, definitely. No, come on. No, come on. No. Okay. No, no. It's usually. Are you? No, 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 okay. no. I'm an old. I'm an old vet. I've played anything from a, um, from a, uh, like a a a SWAT team style guy, like, like a well-trained armed guy from like a group of drug dealers all the way down to your petty common purse snatcher. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I have a lot of range. Uh, so you've booked a lot. Are you almost SAG eligible for these? Is it SAG? SAG? You have to get a voucher, right? It's mostly. You have to get a voucher. I think you have to do 942 lineups and then, and then you're like uh, eligible to get a voucher. Yeah, I'm not there yet. No. Pretty soon though. Yeah. Um, uh, how many? How many do you have? Oh, uh, twelve. <laughs> oh, okay. Pretty soon. Gosh. How many do you have? Hmm. I, I think I'd see you all around here a little more. Oh often. yeah, I've lost count. I uh, I was one of the first people when they started this uh, SAG initiative uh, through law enforcement to entice and encourage people to get into lineup standing acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I've been in the union for a while. Oh, my now. God. I recognized you. You started off as like a for kid bullies, right? Like that you would do a lineup that's, when they would <laughs> a bunch that, of kids <laughs> were bullies and you had to pick out. That's me. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You're a legend. Thank, well, thanks. I it's, I just keep it about the work, you know, and, and I know that I I want to present something that's going to help mm-hmm. the world help the, the, those trying to pinpoint the perpetrator. What was it like being so famous or so good at this when you were so young? You had- It was bitching. Can all of you turn to the right, please? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> that new sound system. Oh, man. Wow. Cool. That is a good sound system. Um, Surprised you were surprised by that, but any uh, do any of have you guys ever gotten picked or? 
I did. I served oh. three years for a crime I didn't commit. <laughs> That's not how that works, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Yeah, that doesn't that work for me. No. It was uh, a non-union you, gig. Yeah, no, I did it in El Paso. They were a little bit more... I think that means you're the perp. I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, according to the according to my criminal record, yes, but I promise it was just an acting gig, and then I got uh, promise. Fingered. I got fingered for the job, uh, and I did my three years, and I learned a lot in the El Paso Penitentiary. So, um, and I did That's not steal that car. So, beautiful story. Have you well, guys it's been anything- practicing the. Have you guys been practicing the line they gave us? Not really. I like to go in. I like to hear it. You know, I fly by the seat of my pants. But have you? Could you all step up one by one and say the line. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Go ahead, Russell. You're for your suspect number one. Arr, I'll pull your dick <laughs> off, buddy. Jeez. <laughs> you really went. That good? Did there. you? <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna top that. Did you want to hear it again? Did, did you get it? The R was his own. Uh, we got it. Thanks. <laughs> they want us to have fun with it, but I didn't think they want us to change the whole interpretation of it. They said have fun with it, right? Which means you can add a button or whatever. All right. Could uh, I God. go next? I'm number two. Please. Um, <clears throat> it's me, Mario. I'll pull your dick off. Uh. It's me, Mario. <laughs> That's, that's, that's totally just added a, just added an identifier. I made a choice. It's a me, Mario. I come back to. All right. I like that. Um, I'll go. <laughs> Show me to the gold, or I'll pull your dick off. I'm Pretty sorry, good. was that too much? Can I take it again? Can I take it again? Here, this no, time fine. I'll do it like no, Jake no, from no. State Farm. I'll just... Uh, oh, hey. I'll pull Ooh. your dick off. <laughs> yes, I'm going to pull your dick off. Um, suspect number four is stepping on my lines a little bit. I wanted another take. Suspect, suspect number four, please step back. Step back. Uh, fine. I'm gonna give it a more natural read, like uh, like yeah, I really? like I'm talking to my best friend. <clears throat> oh hey, <laughs> I'm gonna pull your dick off. <laughs> yeah, it is a crazy day out here. <laughs> oh well, uh, uh, see you around. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I didn't stick the landing on that oh, improv. Okay, that, this wasn't very good. That was pretty uh. believable. Okay. Okay. Uh, suspect number three, we have confirmed it's you. So no, no wait, hold on. <laughs> my God, dude, again. I think, you're just, I think you're straight up just a criminal. No, I'm a good actor. Booked it. We see it. I, a, a dick falls out of my back pocket. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Jabor, thanks for coming down to the precinct. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, really sorry that your wife, this car accident happened. And uh, I, I'm I'm Sergeant Rogers, and this is my partner, uh, Detective Hogan. And we're just going to ask you some questions about, you know, I know that you don't know her condition right now after this accident. You've yeah. come from work. But uh, yeah. And before we get going, um, <clears throat> I just wanted to let you know. Looks like this might be a murder case. Oh my God. Is my wife dead? <laughs> so, and it was a okay. car accident. Why is it a murder case? 
It's the, the person who, the other person who drove into her. Is my wife dead? <laughs> so, like I said, well, I'm sorry. We, Excuse me. We, don't, I'm we so said sorry. we might. Yeah. 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 What is it? Detective, if I might. Excuse my partner. He's, oh, he's just like, God. tends to be so, um, rash with the things he says um i think what he's trying to say is um someone might have killed your wife someone might have killed my wife what well dude, we <laughs> so understand. my wife is dead calm down calm down all right we have questions we need to get through what year was the model of her what make and model of her car it was a 2002 dodge neon is okay, my wife okay? Who yeah, well, killed here's, that's, her? I thought she, she hit a tree. It's only because, <laughs> well, she, the car slammed into a tree after the uh, murder suspects. Uh, <laughs> we have reason to believe it was intentional. So I think someone what? was after your wife. And she's dead? She's not dead. Oh. Listen. Oh, thank I God. Said she might. might. Why do you do that? No one likes Be- that. Likes what? Because it's more exciting for us. Sorry. Jeez. It's like sometimes we're just like giving people tickets. This is a pretty exciting day for us. Okay. I don't you want it to be a exciting. murder case. A lot of press could come. You know, we could do a good job. I could get like an award or something. I know. But anyway, I, I, FBI okay. <laughs> agent Simpson here. What uh, is it? The, <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is cute local cops around here, huh? All right. Oh, well, yeah. Cute this is now an FBI we're case. We're in the middle of something here, man. Yeah, yeah what are you I've ever seen? Playing okay. tic-tac-toe or... Uh... Oh, how fucking dare you <laughs> say that? Stop, what stop. happened to my wife? Listen, these guys wouldn't tell you this, but uh, hot tip. This might be a murder-suicide <gasps> with a pregnant... Victim. My wife was pregnant. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We said it might be, but stop. Don't let's not jump to any conclusions. You guys are delivering these lines like they're hot secrets. It's we know. I mean, it, if you don't, pretty hot. Don't, I mean, think about it. Uh, let's what say she, she. We don't want your wife to die. We're trying to get to the bottom of the crime. I'm just saying. You know, if she does, like, uh, you're going to get some maybe press coverage, maybe book deal, uh, book deal. All of you have your heads tilted and are talking out of the side <laughs> of your mouth. Well, Stone Phillips, maybe. <laughs> Stone Phillips might come around. Chris what? Hansen, Dateline. Why would Chris Hansen be here? Because you're a pervert, we don't know. I'm not a pervert. <laughs> it might be. That's what a pervert would say. Mm-hmm. We might have episode. a. Uh, you don't have any of these things. The victim might have driven her car into a tree with a baby inside because her husband's a pervert. Next at eleven. Say <laughs> that. Wow. That could be what's going on. We don't know. That could be what's going on. You guys on. are all Hot incompetent. Team. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I. How dare you? Uh, CIA here. Oh, God. Uh, what are you doing? Why? Surprised we got you, put, peeled you away from the Detective Shakey's Pizza Jones. Buffet. Yeah. Oh, cute. What is this? Local cops and, oh, FBI? That's oh. adorable. None of you have anything else to do other than to <laughs> very speculate cute. on very cute. my wife's condition and if I'm a pervert. 
<laughs> what uh, is it, CIA? Anyways, Mr. Jabor, uh, I just wanted to come and tell you, looks like this might be terrorism. What? Wow. Yeah, so... CIA always thinks terrorism, to be honest. The big T, yeah. I mean, terrorism's a little uh, 2010s, if you're asking me. You know what okay, I mean? sorry. Uh, 2010s, not is- <laughs> 2000s. <laughs> Jesus, it was sitting right there for you. Stick uh, stick to your local municipality. Somebody Rook. help me! <laughs> okay! All, All right. right, anyways, we're so sorry. Yeah, your wife's fine. She's in the lobby. Um, in the lobby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just her car got dented, so you had to, you just had to come pick her up. Jesus Christ! I'm furious. I'm gonna file a complaint against all three of these agencies. Okay. You'd oh. like to file a complaint against two? Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> the walls fall down. <laughs> this isn't a police station at all. What the fuck? What the fuck, indeed? Now I have some of these texts that you were sending to your wife as she crashed into the tree. Um, it says, what do you, what, how do you want to celebrate our anniversary tonight with a winky face? Why do you have access to those fucking texts? <laughs> that was between my wife. Where's my wife? We're leaving. We're getting out of here. She's apparently okay. Uh, she might be. She might be. You said she was in the lobby when this was still a police station. What? She may be a member of Al Qaeda. Mm, I agree with that. Yeah, she is not. This is not a homeland situation. I don't get that. I don't care. Let's get back into the meat part of the podcast. Um, Let's do it. Our guest shares a true meaty story, but today we're talking to Scott. Um, Scott uh, is doing some, did something cool, and is in the middle of still doing something cool, hmm. which is made an album uh, mm-hmm. under the name Dead Drummer Friends. Uh, the album's called Hit Machine, right? But it's not out yet. That's right. It's called Hit Machine. There's it's, also a song, Hit Machine. So it's also a song. Songs. That's where I got the name for the album from. <laughs> from the song? The song. Uh, uh, July 13th is when it officially will come out. Oh, okay. So we should have had you on later. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> this comes out June 29th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Maybe uh, I'll to put it out early, honestly. I'm just kind of like, because I'm doing it all myself and and... You, you get all these big plans, like I'll do a single and video, you know, like you do the whole rollout. And after I, I put, there's two singles and two videos that are out that people could hear before the 13th, but uh, I'm going to have a third single coming out in like a week or two, but all from the album. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it makes you want to just kind of be like, well, why don't I just, just put it out there, you know? Yeah. The sooner it's out there, the sooner people can uh, hear it and, you know, I don't, I, you know, it's when, uh, also, you know, you're promoting it on your own and it's like, I think I'm really getting the people in my Instagram feed really hyped you know, <laughs> for the album. It's like my, whoever's on that, you know, um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm excited for people to hear it. Yeah. Um, 
Jake, and I've I'll had, send you a link to it uh, if you want to check it out. I know Janine and Josh have both. Hey, three J's. Look at your names. Huh? Three J's. <laughs> three J's. Nice. Um, but oh, I, uh, uh, I sent him a little bit of it because we were ta- we were talking about playing some on the show here today. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to put on a little. I'm going to ask you about it because I'll be honest with you. I fucking love it. I think it's really good. Uh, I thought you uh, might have thought that even uh, had some of those thoughts. <laughs> no, you said you liked it. I really appreciate it. Uh, but you know, I've known Scott forever. Um, you were doing like reggae punk and that kind of stuff before we met. Uh, right. That's true. Yeah. I played drums in a band called uh, the Dingies, and like, those were the main influences for sure. Like, I didn't write any of those songs, but yeah, I played drums and was, a, we still play. Um, Put out a record, pegging the rejected. That's kind of like I'm putting it out under the the label called International City Recordings, which is really just uh, my friend Peg <laughs> from my old band Dingies. Huh. He puts out his own stuff and like other guys from our former band stuff, and uh, you know it's just like a little collection of you know there's now a handful of releases and stuff, and so I figured I'd put it out under that umbrella label. You know, yeah, it's okay. cool. Yeah. And Scott did a, another band called the Cotillionaires. Called the Cotillionaires. Yeah, played my birthday party one year. That's probably <laughs> how you're the most famous thing you did. Uh, two years actually, you played my birthday party. No, uh, yeah, two? you did. You played once in Laurel Canyon, and then you played it once uh, after Jan. That was your birthday party. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it was more just a big party. Um, yeah, but. Uh, uh, I guess let's just start with this. Like, so the album, I would, how would I describe it? It's kind of like, uh, to me, there's like definitely some like punk influences. I feel like, mm-hmm. like I was yeah. reminded a little bit of like Iggy pop or something like that. Uh, like yeah. for certain parts yeah. of it, there's yeah. a little bit of, this is cause I know you, but like, there's a little bit of like soul, like, uh, mm-hmm. Or like yeah. like a James Brown style like guy running the show element to it, which I'm sure it was on purpose. Uh, and there's also a little bit of like I don't know if I'd call it new age or this is maybe related to Iggy Pop, but like sort of like a new wave. There's you like mean, not new age, new wave. That's what I meant. New age. Yeah. No, like you have crystals and shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean that. I too, just but... imagine you with your crystals, uh, but it's like kind of, and it's dancey and it's sort of like almost, uh, there's parts of it that are like, almost like showy in a way, like showy, what exactly. do you mean showy? Like in the hit machine, in the, or in the song, this is bigger than my life. You're sort of mm-hmm. like, uh, <laughs> you sort of like take on like almost, a, <laughs> a B 52s type air to your voice or it's almost <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear it. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit electronic. I don't know. Yeah, I think but it's uh, cool. It's very you. Thank you. It feels very me. Uh, I encourage people like it's an album I made all on my own over the last year. And so I, I've always made music and with bands, as you said, in different capacities and recorded a song or two like on my own, you know, on my own garage band, but not a ton because I'm not inherently technically savvy i have to kind of like stumble through uh learning new programs but with quarantine and stuff my mother-in-law was living with us and uh and so she kind of was like watching the kids more and then we couldn't go anywhere you know and so i went out to our 
we had a garage behind our apartment in Los Feliz. And uh, I just started, I started actually demoing because I, I had the thought right pre-COVID of a new band, of a, a grouping of some musicians I know. And I was excited to be, to try to bring these people together and what sounds I thought it could like have or just start out with. And, um, and so it was almost like demoing songs for that. And the first song I did was that first song, this is bigger than my life. And, uh, very like, yeah, naturally traditionally I'm influenced by, yeah, soul and punk and funk stuff. And then, um, I also love LCD sound system and a lot of the new, like, was like dance punk or even just like EDM influenced, but uh, not EDM. I don't know. LCD sound system has a cool, like, it's kind of talking heads. It's kind of very influenced by electronic music, but it's also very punk. And I don't know. It's trying to like swim in that kind of general vicinity and one song just turned to two turned to three and there are you know like some of them were old songs that i made recordings of but most of them i'd say 10 out of the 12 are songs that i had no idea what it was gonna be it was just a feeling and so i think even some of the like punk and or james brown idea is that's just what i like and so that i just would try to start with the feeling play the drums and then just start building music and then it would take days weeks to start doing you know vocals and lyrics and stuff like that (laughs) and that was the first half of it and then really the first half of the past year of quarantine vibes and uh to the end of 2020 and then this year uh my friend alex burke our friend who's part of the jam space podcast too um he, I started working on it in his studio and he's like a whiz with, well, mix, he's going to mix it. And then we just got really into it and he put a bunch of synths and keyboards. Yeah. And I think that helps push up a lot of the, like you're saying, even uh, electronic or B-52. <laughs> I, love, I love that uh, idea. Uh, um, influence into it. And that's what it is. You know, it's, I ended up making an, an album. And I'm that's happy cool. with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a rewarding experience for sure. Were Did it any, like? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, were there any songs that like you did that didn't fit for the album? Did you try and you were sort of talking about like kind of an energy or a vibe or uh, was it like? Did that shape as it went along or did you kind of have an idea after those first two and then try okay. and write more songs that yeah. fit that or? Like, what um, like, yeah, that's a wonderful question, Jake. Um, I, I, it's tough to say. It's like, there are definitely songs I, I made and threw out and I think it started taking shape as I went. There weren't a ton of songs I threw out, but yeah, like I said, the, uh, to be like, okay, I got an energy of a song where you just kind of feel the beat or feel the pace of it. And you're like, oh, okay. And then this kind of influence, you know, blah, blah, blah in my head. And I think so naturally coming out of that, all the songs coming out of a sort of organic process like that naturally makes them kind of go together, you know, and kind of have their own. And obviously you start building, it's the same person with the same one crummy, you know, one mic in the same garage. It starts to take shape a little bit. And, uh, and so, yeah, I didn't throw out a tremendous amount. 
And, but I really didn't overthink too much of it. You know, it's a, it was a pretty like instinctual process to just, I know what I like and I know what I'd want to hear. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like when I, I wrote and directed and shot physically with held the camera and then edited a short film. When I first did that, I really loved the result because I had had my hands in every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I got the actors, I controlled the whole thing. And it, at the end of it, I was like, wow, that feels like the most me thing I've ever done. And I feel like I learned a lot about myself, saw, sometimes you see your own influences when you're making something you're like, well, I guess I am into this. I keep, <laughs> this keeps coming out in the, my work or writing or whatever. And, um, <clears throat> it was similar for this album. It was like, I always had an instinct that I, cause I can play all these instruments, but I, I don't feel technically savvy, but a lot of the punk rock comes in with like, well, I'll never learn how to really do something good. So I'm just going to embrace the easiest, simplest sounds, you know, but becomes a part of, yeah. the, of it. Yeah. But I'd say too, like the impressive part to me is like, I've definitely had a bunch of friends and tried to make music myself. And then like, mm-hmm. I listen to it. And I'm like, this sounds like I'm trying to make a record or this sounds like I'm trying to make a song that sounds good. I don't exactly know how to say that, but like you can sound overproduced very easily, which, yeah. you know, which makes it just seem not great. But like yours, yours sort of just feels like what it is. And there's also a lot of variation on it. Like even the last song champion at the bit or whatever, is just a totally different song than anything that's before it. A good one to end on, I think. Um, Thanks. Sorry, go ahead. What? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, you're sort of saying, like, you start with that feeling. Like, I I was actually noticing that when I was listening. I listened to the album when I was running yesterday. It's good for that, by the way. Yeah. It's like good running music, which is hard you to come by that. sometimes. You told me that. Because uh, it, like, jazzes you up a bit. But uh, mm-hmm. there was one right. song that, like, started <laughs> with the drums. Mm-hmm. And I was like trying to imagine you doing it sort of like, wow, you must have started with the drums and like just tried to keep, I don't know when I'm writing yeah. music, I start with like, and I don't do it as nearly as much as you or Janine, I'm guessing. But, uh, whenever I'm writing music, I start with like a hook or like something like an idea. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, trying to write a song right now called date night. And it's like, great. I got the, the gist of that song, but I don't start from a musical place of like, here's the feel of it. I would be like, yeah, I'm not my skill set, I guess. Uh, Well, that's what kept me, I think, from writing and doing, making more music on my own was for forever feeling like I wasn't a songwriter because I didn't, I wasn't someone who was very good at sitting down with a guitar and going, okay, here are the chords. Here's a hook. Here's a, I, the way I saw other people writing songs and the guy from my old band, you know, and, uh, and so that turned me off to it a lot. And I think that is a more default way of how to write a song and how you think about like, okay, give me a hook and let me build from there or something. But that's part of what, you know, was intentional about it because it's also interesting when you, when I listen to the album, cause I at once go, Oh, that's my song. And I also go shit. That just kind of came out of like, it's like the process makes it feel like it's also not me. You know, I'm like, that's like, I'm as surprised as anyone else that this is the song. You know what I mean? Like that first song that this is bigger than my life. I'm just kind of like, okay, I guess that's the song that came out of me. You know, it doesn't feel as intentional as I wrote this 
song, Eleanor Rigby or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you're like, this is the song I'm writing. It goes like this. It's more so I found this song along the way. And, you know, some of the words were inspired by something that was three weeks after I did the drums. And, you know, it's just, it, it, I think it does give it a different energy, ultimately like a solo album energy, I guess, because it is stemming from one person, you know, uh, mm-hmm. But I can't wait to hear date night. Hmm? (laughs) Yeah, you can. Don't worry about it. You probably never hear it. Janine, do you ever write like a full, I know you like compose a lot of music and like you're great at looping live and stuff like that. But do you ever like write like a, forgive me for not knowing, but like a, have you ever done an album or anything or a song or uh, like a. No, I do. I've done some songs, but I never do it. Uh, where I produce it musically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just because it's also one of the things where I've been like, oh, I don't really like know how to play instrument. Like I can loop, but it's just like very basic and re- repetitive. So I'm like, I, you know, that wouldn't be enough for me to justify a full song. I'd be like, okay, it's too, you know, monotonous mm-hmm. um, for me to just loop, you know, four, eight bars, whatever. Um, so I, I usually will go off of like work with other producers or, or, off of a beat that like a friend made or whatever. Um, but I do it. It's always been very much freestyle. So I will just like freestyle on the beat a bunch and then sort of like cherry pick stuff and be like, Oh, that's, I like that. like that, whatever. Um, because if I, if I sit down to like write lyrics, I get super in my Mm -hmm. head and then I'm, I like, I kind of have to not think about it as Mm. much. Like I kind of have to just like shit out a bunch of lyrics and then look back and be like, Oh yeah, that's good. I'll take this. I'll take that. Um, which is, you know, maybe a crutch, but also maybe not everyone can do that. Cause not everyone can freestyle, but I avoided writing music for a very long time because I was like, Oh, when I freestyle, people know I'm making it up right now. So they can't like <laughs> that much. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, proud. they're just kind of like it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and like, they're not overanalyzing like, the structure and what, and like, Oh wow, that's a play on words. Like I just was like, I don't know. I rap silly shit and it all (laughs) rhymes somehow. And then I'm like fucking nailed it. Don't know how that happened. Uh, so I avoided it for a very long time. And then, yeah, it is for me, at least it has to be a thing of just like a fuck it. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to shit something out. But I, cause like, I don't have albums. I'm, I'm not like Scott is much more of like a, our okay. Okay. Slow down. Uh, I will say I, uh, my newest instinct, well, for a long time, I wanted to make a movie with Janine cause you know, Janine and I do the jam space podcast and she came on as a guest, became a host, I guess through Josh, his suggestion. And, uh, um, <clears throat> her life has been changed forever since. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, Never the same. What I'm saying is, you know, Janine's my, my gal, my, my kind of little sister person here. And, uh, I got a movie idea for a long time that it would be like two characters that make music together. But I was also just thinking that's the next project is, I think we could do like a looped beats, you know, garage band. You take my, you know, garage ability of bass and guitar put your loops on it we write some angry songs i think we got something here so we'll come back on the pod when we're releasing that Hmm? (laughs) yeah sounds like a contract i said i get the vision sometimes and 
yeah, yeah. Seeing it. yeah. Can I, based on kind of what both of you are saying, it's, it's just interesting. I guess this is just sort of how life works where you sort of hear stuff and you're like, oh yeah, this relates to the thing that I've been thinking about. But I've been really into this, like I've been trying to reevaluate how to do even just anything artistic videos. It's sort of what I've been doing a lot of this year or whatever. And I like this idea of sort of letting it come to you because I feel like I've been coming at it, making stuff from a place of like, of like trying to force an idea or like starting with like a, a solid premise and then like, you know, like trying to like hit that thing as good as I can. Uh, and I've been reading this book called how to do nothing. And a huge part of it is, it sounds really stupid, but there's some good stuff in there where like, I'm all about uh, the doing nothing. <laughs> Where it's sort of just like starting with the structure and just thinking about the possibilities or just starting with the topic and then just sort of fleshing it out. And I also read this book called How to Write a, How to Write One Song that Jeff Tweedy did from Wilco. Mm -hmm. And he's very much like it's almost to a depressing degree where he'll be like, oh, yeah, a lot of the best lyrics, the lyrics I'm most known for were just like word association things or like <laughs> he just like made two lists and then like connected the words and was like uh, mm -hmm. like uh, something aquarium. Like what's the song like? something aquarium drinker like is the like aquarium? yeah that's a uh, yankee foxtrot and you're like i will uh yeah when he sings it you're like wow that's cool like how do you come up with like he must really be a deep dude to come up with some of this stuff and then i read this book and he's just like no nah, i just like the words uh he's like and that disappointed you in a way but it also made me go like oh well i guess it's not impossible but it also is like man my favorite lyricist is just fucking <laughs> throwing it at the wall Ron, is it okay if i do my vows first uh, oh. I, go ahead yes sorry i'm just or i'm officiating i'm officiating yeah, i'm officiating um, you don't even... sorry. sorry, I don't want to jump on you, baby, but I'm just like really excited about my vows. Uh, um, yeah, sure, that's fine. I just, um, I'm going to need a little help from you really quick. I just am going to need a verb. Um, from me personally? or from... Yeah, from you. It's like, I need to. It's the... Corey. I, I, thanks for being my efficient, but just, um, what, what'd you say? You need a verb from me? You, you haven't written these? Well, uh, I wrote that. Well, I did like a Mad uh, Libs running. Battle. So I was just going to like pick words. Running. Okay. Running. And just really quick an adjective. Uh, an adjective? Are you, are you paying attention at our wedding right now? <laughs> I am paying attention. Yes, I, I am. Was trying to do, I'm trying to do something like fun and clever like I'm. Like you said, you wanted an. Out I was just looking down at my vows because they're written. Ready Can to we go get an adjective from the people in the audience? Maybe. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, open smooth. it up. Smooth. smooth. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, Father of the Bride. <laughs> You're doing great, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, <clears throat> I'm ready. Okay, are you paying attention? You're reading. Are you changing your vows? Don't change your vows. Well, just go for okay. Christ's sake. Okay. <laughs> Getting a little taste of that. <laughs> it better know? not be. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. Here I am running across from you, thinking of all the ways <laughs> that I love you. You came into my life. You changed everything. 
I love. I do. Oh my! I didn't hear smooth. smooth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or else forget about it. Oh, you're right. The second page. Sorry. Um, uh huh. You know, your love is is nothing if not smooth. Woo! So. Okay. Um. I just kind of wanted to like. I feel like everyone does the same vows. And so I really mm-hmm. wanted to like do something like just kind of like pick some words out of a hat. Like you wanted to not take time and go and look into your heart to find the adjectives that would actually suit the qualities of the love that you feel for me. You'd rather just pull it out of a hat. Well, I wrote all the stuff around it. I just left a blank. It's that I was like, I can't. Well, you know how in some, listen, you know how on some weddings they each have like a cup of sand and they mix their sand together and they're like, this is something that we made. Our lives are connected. Yeah, I just I thought we would do, do that. that. We would do that like with Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what's happening. Scott, what are your vows? Okay. Um, my dearest Madeline, from the moment I saw you, I knew that you would be mine forever. Your okay. Let's. Hmm? That might be fun. Kind that of might boring. be fun if we got a noun. Yeah. Instead of you might be mine forever. Can we get a noun? Boring. I usually do Matt. You might. Okay. Be, okay. Uh, I don't take it back. What you want me to say? You might be porridge forever. Is what I'm doing here. At my <laughs> You're wedding. Kind night. of ruining it, but it's still funny. Unique. It's. I knew that you would be porridge. Forever. Not too hot, not too cold. Just right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet. Thanks, Dad. I'm gonna get you your dad it. up here. Forget it. You know, I, I I honestly don't feel like going through with the rest of these. Uh but that's cool. Oh. That's cool, babe. That's cool, oh. babe. Can I get a verb? Uh play. Running. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um uh, do you, Madeline, take Scott to be your lawfully wedded husband? Say, I running. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. That's crazy. Okay. I, <laughs> I running. And do you, Scott, take Madeline to be your lawfully wedded wife? If so, say, I running. That doesn't make I any play. sense. I play. I play. I. That's how I'm going to let everyone know. I play. I now, I now pronounce you uh, donkey and asshole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one ahead of time. I am oh. going to need to change the engravings on our rings, though, because they do say I do, and I'm I'm going to need to get them adjusted to say I running and I play <laughs> for authenticity. Cool. Hey, Steve, what are you doing in the shed? Steve. What? <laughs> Your insurance job keeps calling. They, they want you to, are you playing hooky today or what's going on? I, you're, I just hear a bunch of clanging around. I, I heard some power tools in here. I thought uh, yeah. maybe the sound of an electric guitar. I saw a couple men coming in and out of here. Uh, yeah. Briefcases. I'm creating art. You're doing come art? Uh, come in. 
Everybody, cool oh. it on the art. Oh, cool Jesus. It. We'll take a five. Okay, okay yeah. Take it's five. like pot smoking. What is it, 45 <laughs> people in here? Yeah. I'm doing art. Hey, you got you got to sell some car, some home and auto insurance. Insurance. I don't got to do shit. <laughs> hey, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Hey, listen. I know you went to that punk show over the weekend, but I feel like your whole your whole vibe has changed. What this this used to have your little train set set up in this garage. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, back when I was working for the man, might as well have been shoveling coal into a train. Now, that train is a bong. And I'm high, and this is art. I went to a punk show, and it changed my life. (laughs) Take your top off and get in here. (laughs) I'm not taking my top off. I'm not taking my top off. I'm babysitting the neighbor's kids here. (laughs) Uh, You're working for the man just like everybody else. I think that you just had a little pot and you want to keep the party rolling. All right. But you do some art on the side or something, but you know what kind of crap sweetheart. that'll this be. Is- if I do art on the side, it'll be crap. It'll be, it'll be on the side art. I'm doing full meal, full plate art. I can't be distracted with selling home and auto insurance. Hey Jake, man, who is that at the door? <laughs> it's my who partner. My oh, hey, man. Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Why don't you come on in? Make some art with us. Yeah. Whip that top off of... to get in here, Jeff. Take your top <laughs> off. Come on in. Why does everyone call it my top? It's just a shirt. It looks like a top. I, I can't disagree. <laughs> you know, some shirts. Designed top. It's just the cut. I this don't know. It's a There's... little low cut around the waist. Well, it's like High it's cut. got this kind of like odd kind of little V. It doesn't matter. Come on in, man. Yeah. Uh, what kind of piece would you like to make? What kind of art do you want to make? Do you want to do like a, like words, like a poem or a street, you know, do you want to make a, a pot? What do you want to make? What is your soul I saying? Think making a pot would be considered art. Well, it can be. It sure can. Anything can be art. I have a bunch if of toddlers would. crawling around my kitchen right now, but I. You want to put that on tape? I'll make a put pot. that on tape and uh, put some music to it. To- yeah. I have a bunch of toddlers crawling around my kitchen right now. Yeah. Yeah. I have a bunch of toddlers crawling around my kitchen right now. Where do I speaking into? I have a bunch of toddlers crawling around my kitchen right now. It's a, it's Where, a looper. I just, man. I have it's a bunch a of. <laughs> wow. There you go, dude. This is some art for you. Uh, Am I sound? You do I don't art. know. This is- yeah, probably a contact. Uh, Whip that shirt off and make some of... art. <laughs> Thanks top. for calling it a shirt. Top. Take off your top. Take off that top. Come off the top. Come off the top of the dome. Take off your of... top. Take off your top. Come off the top. Off the top of the dome. Come on, Jeff. What you got? Uh, I I don't really know how to contribute, but there are a bunch of toddlers in the kitchen, and I did leave the stove on uh, with a lot of boiling water. Yeah. Stove and boiling water. Nice. This There's is the stove and boiling water. I'd say that's There's art. Yeah. Yeah, Very good, man. Oh, that's just, that was, was your that first. That was your first art, man. 
Nice How's job. it feel? Honestly, it felt f- pretty fucking good. <laughs> I bet it did. You felt got pretty it. Pretty fucking good to make some art. Someone got bit yeah. by the bug. What's that? <laughs> That's why. We Give me that joint. Shed because it feels pretty fucking. Oh, <laughs> the babies. Okay. I'm scissoring my own shirt. <laughs> You're right. It is a top. <laughs> that dude's scissoring his own shirt. I didn't know you could scissor your shirt. Damn. We got to Dodger Stadium uh, like uh, a couple of years later. Uh, Jeff, I got to look at the lineup. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Well, people are kind of waiting for you to do. Uh, I got toddlers on the floor and a b- boiling water on the stove, and I don't even see that on the playlist. And I'm I doing. Just, go ahead. Sorry, I'm doing all Beatles covers today. I'm doing Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> I don't think people they want to see you scissor your shirt. <laughs> I'm sick of scissoring my shirt. Every my shirt is all tattered and scissor shirt, scissor shirt, scissor shirt, Jeff, scissor shirt. Why am I hearing people? This whole audience should be drowning in squirt right now. Okay, so uh, Scott, we're just gonna. All we need you to do is say. Uh, um, we look into the camera and say, wow, Diet Dr. Pepper really does taste like regular Dr. Pepper. Uh, does that make sense? Um, mm-hmm. And the note that we're getting from agency, okay, the note uh-huh. that we're getting from the people in the truck What's up? Uh, is not to sound like the B-52s when you do it. If there's any way uh, you can turn that off, um I hear a little bit what they're talking about. It's not that big of a deal to me. I'm just my voice. Listen. You're hearing that in the takes. It oh. sounds a lot like Fred Schneider. Yeah. So if you could do. Wow. I, it's not conscious. That down a little bit. It's definitely not conscious. And you did cast me in this role. Right. Yeah. I mean, what you did in the audition was great. I actually like what you're doing now. So again, this okay. isn't for me. This isn't yes. for me. Okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 Agency. Yeah. They're in the truck. Um, uh, Consumer capitalism. But they just want ones <laughs> right down the lens. You say, sure. Right down, yeah, no problem. Voiceovers. No problem. No problem. No problem. Okay. You're right. Diet Dr. Pepper does. T- I'm not giving you line reading. I'm just repeating lines. You're right. Diet Dr. Pepper does taste like regular Kyle. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Right. You're, look, you're one of the great. It's an honor to be working with you. I loved your feature. Thank you. Uh, thin blue line. <laughs> yep. I'm Errol Morris. I, uh, I know I called you <laughs> Kyle just now, but your name's Errol <laughs> Anyways, we can cut this out. Uh, I, I direct commercials under Kyle, but yeah, okay. Um, let's get moved. Let's move on from yeah, this. Yeah, so uh, uh, right down the land. more like right You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. And and more just more grounded, I guess. Less frozen. Okay. More grounded, less love shack, less rock lobster. Okay, here we go. Got it. Sound speeds. We are rolling. When are we ready? Okay. You're right. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. All right, let's do one more, just natural. Okay. You're right. Dr. Pepper, it tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. 
<laughs> that one I thought was perfect, honestly. But he said uh, tastes more like regular. Do- he said Dr. Pepper tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. I think people are going to get say confused. Diet, and think that oh, damn it. Just I a diet. That. There's just a Dr. Pepper out there. We're still rolling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I thought that one was great. <laughs> you did? Like, it seemed different. It was different, more natural than the first one. Uh huh. Okay. Let me see if you know, I can I just have do to one stop more. for a sec. Okay. I just feel like it's part of me. I think it, I'm doing it. I had the same problem with Robert McNamara in The Fog of War. Yeah, we all know. You yeah, you've brought that up a couple of times already. <laughs> <laughs> the Fog of War. You know, it was just him in a white void talking to camera about Vietnam. Um, mm-hmm. He sort of, I don't know, whatever. Let's try. I'm hearing now the B-52 thing. Just a little too much, but go ahead. Okay. All right, I'll just start one more time. Talk um, like you're talking right now. See how you're talking right now? You just said, I'll just start right now. I'll just start right now. Okay, well, you know, you I mean, acting is acting and real life is real life. You know, I don't know. I'm not one of these wow. method guys who just like... That always happens to me. I always get dogged what? for being a documentarian. No, okay. God, Aaron Morris really has a chip on his shoulder. Um, okay, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. You're right. Diet Dr. Pepper does taste more like a pepper. Sorry, I'm just going to run in really quick from the truck. Um, we were talking and just kind of trying to think about how to get like a little more natural. That was really, really good. But mm-hmm. we want to try something a little bit different. Um, I'm just going to give you like a quick line reading if you could be like... Um, oh. It's me, Mario, and it, it's a taste like Dr. Pepper. So that's like what that's they want. That's pretty good. That's pretty natural. What do you think of that, Errol? Should Go for it. That? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Sure. I should say it's a me, Mario. I mean, I, who am I to argue with agency? This is coming from agency. I work for them. I am this Mr. Is... Dr. Pepper, so. Mr. Dr. Pepper. That's right. You're not Dr. Pepper? No, nah, I'm not an actual. My first name is Doctor. It's like a little known fact. It's a fun fact on our website. That's weird. Well, that's a weird We're, gonna, we're burning daylight. We're burning daylight on this. Okay. Every uh, time someone hears about it. It's a me, Mario. Diet Dr. Pepper does taste we see someone comes and hits this guy with a <laughs> hits this guy with a pipe. We cut to a police. I got another one me. We cut to a police green room. Yeah. Oh, God. So, uh, any yeah, of you no guys type. the perp? No, 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 any, no, no. None of you guys are the perp. Yeah, yeah I didn't think so. Me neither. I just got done serving four years in prison for, yeah. So you were the perp. So you did do it. No, I wasn't. I was just a really good actor. Uh, That sucks, man. You went to prison. Sorry, I'm Um, uh, sorry to pop in. I know this is kind of inappropriate, but um, Errol Morris, I just, I heard that you, you were a really good actor. And I just, um, I just wanted to see if I can, I guess, I, you could be in one of my next projects. Oh, I, um, uh, I, yes. 
Okay, yeah, the, suspect, could... the suspect has confirmed again that it is number three. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Errol Morris. I'm working on a Steve Bannon doc. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of the Meat Improv. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. What a blast. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, let's go around and plug stuff. Uh, Janine, why don't we start with you? Sure. Uh, you can find me at J9 underscore Hogan on all the internet things. And uh, if you're a podcast guy, check out Jam Space Podcast. And also uh, Totally Rad with Alyssa Sabo. Those are two yeah. podcasts a month. Great podcasts. A great one. I was on there when you weren't on there. Wow. Anyway, doesn't well, matter. I have a bone to pick. <laughs> Good <them>. story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. yeah, hopefully we'll do some more jam spaces, huh, Janine? Yeah, I promote like, it on every podcast I go to, so we really have to. <clears throat> it's like pulling teeth to get these other guys. And I live across the street from the other hosts. Wouldn't you know it? Um, yeah, this is Scott here. Um, my plugs. Yeah, my album's coming out. Dead Drummer Friends. Uh, Hit Machines, the album should be on all over the place, Spotify, wherever, iTunes, Bandcamp, where you get more money back sooner directly. I'm going to make a little T-Pub, you know, I'm going to make a little, like, you can buy some shirts and merch and stuff like that. But yeah, Dead Drummer Friends on Instagram, etc. And uh, I teach feature film writing. If you want to email, outline your, look up Scott Rogers, scottrogers.work. Um, come and uh, take some classes with me. Awesome. Uh, yeah. If you're looking to write a feature, that's what Scott will help you do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Jake. Um, let's see. This comes out June 29th. Uh, my book will be out in three weeks. Uh, so you can buy it anywhere. Uh, training to be myself or just Google Jake Jabor. Uh, that's all I got. Well... Awesome. Uh, it's coming. The, the, the dream's becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Josh Simpson on everything. Uh, I have a YouTube channel where I try to make new videos pretty frequently. I haven't done it in a while, but there's one coming out um, very soon. Uh, and The Meat is on all the platforms at The Meat Improv. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. You can get access to our Discord channel and our second bonus episode called The Potatoes. Um, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.